0: This podcast brought to you by Earthlink. It's Friday,
1: December 9th. I'm Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report. And
0: I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's The Real Deal.
1: Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, CNET's podcast of indeterminate length featuring producer Veronica. Welcome, everyone.
0: It's wow. Well, the whole intro thing's really coming together. It really is. The date thing's not a problem. We got Veronica in the intro.
1: Pretty soon, we're going to stop talking about the intro, and then it's going to be like so professional. Wow.
0: <laughs> that's so meta.
1: I'll actually say hello when you say
2: my name. There you go. Instead of just looking at me like, I don't want to.
0: We'll have a band playing us over to when we sit down at the desk.
2: You guys can see me, but I was waving.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. She waved. You need some sound effects for that. So <laughs> hey. this, the uh, sober no, code got cracked. Finally. Thank goodness! Kill that little bastard! Uh, it's all over the place. You can find it pretty much any major technology news source. The algorithm used by the Sober Worm to communicate with its author has been cracked, yes. according to F Secure. It can now calculate the exact URL the worm would check on in a particular day. Uh, so hopefully
1: goodness. that will stop some of the virusness. Well, it'll make the it make it a whole lot
0: easier to fight now.
1: So. Yeah. So hopefully we can all look forward to some antivirus updates. And You're going down, sober. a little less sober. You're going However, down, sober. Sober is expected to launch itself again on January fifth, two thousand
0: six. Yeah, it'll probably have all new code. Yep, little update.
1: Yep, yep. Panasonic has begun to actually <laughs> produce Blu-ray hardware.
0: Actually produced. Now, does that mean they're Real they've stuff. got titles and they're stamping them in and you know? No, getting, I don't think so. Ready an, to, I
1: think it's just an internal dual-layer drive. Oh. Oh, but discs. discs. But they're producing discs. Yes.
0: So what's on the discs?
1: I don't know. I think it's just blank media. They're just producing the blank media. That either you could buy or the studios could buy to put their movies on.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I don't know. I'm still waiting for HD DVD to flood the market with the cheap hardware from China like they said they were going to. Yeah. At this this rate, Blu-ray is going to beat them to market. This is going to be fun to watch. This is like the most interesting, ongoing, kind of increasingly boring, non-story format war ever.
0: <laughs> but you know the fun part is their Panasonic's plant is located in Torrance, California.
1: <laughs> is it in the city <laughs> charter that you have to say it that way? <laughs> no,
0: that's a throwback to that cheerleading movie. Oh. Anybody sing "Bring It On"?
1: Uh, no. Wow. No wow. You nerd. Huh. No, just kidding. Twenty-five
0: gigabyte single-layer discs and fifty gigabyte dual-layer <laughs> media. Way RP to move on. Coming out of
1: Torrance, California. I'm sure we're gonna get a bunch of email and I'm sure that a lot of people have seen it. I unfortunately I have not one of
2: them. I have seen it. Hey. I've actually tried to TiVo. I also times saw Bring It On Again.
0: You did? Oh yeah. I, I'm not that good.
1: Wow. I if love good is the word. bad movies. Was it as good as Grease Two?
2: <laughs> no. You,
1: you know what my favorite sequel <laughs> no, right wasn't. right now is? I like that song Cool Rider. <laughs> By Michelle Pfeiffer. My
0: favorite my favorite <laughs> sequel right now? Is Sony's apology part seven?
1: <laughs> nice.
0: So, according to a BBC article, uh, the head of Sony BMG's global digital business, Thomas Hess, told the BBC that the company was reevaluating its current methods.
1: Now, let's not forget, this is the same man who said most people don't even know what a rootkit is, so well, why should they care? And he's
0: still saying that.
1: I know.
2: He's
0: later on, later on down the it. story, he says you know what, it's fairly common for these things to happen. I mean, he didn't say these things happen. He, no. His quote is, it's fairly common, and the fix is easy to provide through a software update. Even if the issue is only a slight one, though, we are very clear that any security issues are taken with the utmost seriousness.
1: Whatever. They hired this, uh, so they hired a security expert to vet Oh, that the first part was
0: from the security expert, yeah. sorry. So okay. they hired
1: the security expert to come in and vet the patch that they had to release in order to patch the patch that they had released for the new CDs that caused a security hole. You Are you keeping up with me? Yeah. Not the rootkit CDs. And so the the Sony shill, I mean, security expert says that the loophole that was the result of their copy protected CDs, not the rootkit CDs, but the other ones by MediaMax was, quote, a fairly common issue often found in PC games. But
0: Hess said, even if the issue is only a slight one. Right. Which... Which, dude, it's no, not. No, it's not.
1: Well, and then he said, he continued to say that it was, he thought it was really unlikely that anybody would have taken advantage of the MediaMax problem. Like, you know what? I don't care how likely it is. If you open up a security hole on my PC with one of your CDs, I'm not buying any more of your CDs.
0: And again, that was Robert Horton. Clear? Robert Horton, the Sony stooge hired to explain all this stuff, is the one who said that it's fairly unlikely.
1: Right. Oh, we're, yeah. We're okay.
0: reading the story backwards. That's the problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and it gets confusing, really. Who, which stooge is talking at yeah. any given point? Because this guy got fed a script from Thomas. Hesse, it's all so Sony. It might as well be the same thing. Anyway, you know what? Sony's not sorry, and still, still, don't buy their CDs.
0: So, uh,
1: or any copy protected CDs. As Sony from starts
0: to think, maybe copy protection is in way, maybe, we they reconsider that uh, oh, the yeah, MPA I mean. gets in the game, the Music Publishing Association. Why not? We got the RIAA and the MPAA in there. Why not the MPA? So now they're going after sites. Uh, that publish lyrics.
1: No. <laughs> because they're music publishers.
0: And they're demanding jail time.
1: No. If yeah.
0: you publish lyrics without authorization. For the maintainers
1: of websites offering unlicensed song scores and lyrics. Since I can't use bad words on the podcast, I'm going to limit myself to buzz off. But these people, your tyranny will not last. The people will rise up. I. This is... I, <laughs>
0: I love the, qu- the, the quote. the MPA president has yeah.
1: stated that closing websites and imposing fines is not enough. Stating that, quote, by throwing in some jail time, I think we'll be a little more effective. I think maybe a little caning too. In you our know? crusade against these absolute law breaking Law-flouting criminals. Maybe a little
0: bamboo under the fingernails would help.
1: Oh, I think so. That'll
0: stop piracy. Really,
1: anybody who would put the lyrics to their favorite song on a, up on a website has got to be the worst sort of offender I can I mean, imagine. You should
0: gouge out their eyes, too.
1: They should be on some sort of pedophile list, clearly.
0: Oh, That's just ridiculous.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: I think, I think we're out of stuff to say about this issue. I it's think just so. so.
1: All we can do is hang our mouths open in fury and and keep talking about it and hope that someone listens because
0: I, I think my patent on the article the is almost approved though so <laughs> oh, I'll be a rich man good, soon dang good. it yeah
1: I'm just <laughs> gonna try that well you
0: can have A Molly and, and Veronica you can have N oh, A okay. N you know and we can then we can pool it all together alright cool but don't try to use the without my permission or mm. I will throw you in jail
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a fan of of personally there may be a patent on of I don't know we're gonna have to check into that okay
0: Meanwhile, Xbox 360 is in the dumb <laughs> copy protection game as well. So apparently... Who it? Xbox 360, we were all touting because it's iPod compatible and you can plug USB drives in and play MP3s off that. That is all true. That yeah. has not changed. Yeah. However, if you want to transfer MP3s to the hard drive of the Xbox 360, you can't.
1: <laughs> uh, Sorry. You can't. that's yeah, it's that. really, when Even though say, it's your music,
0: you can't put it there. When
1: they say that this is a device that will let you stream... Media. They mean stream. They are being extremely, rot, rot, Extremely. <laughs> literal. Yeah. Oops, ow. Yeah, this is you a- can, unless you're willing to rip your CDs again using your Xbox, you cannot transfer any MP3s from your digital music player, from your computer, or any other device to the 20 gigabyte hard drive, assuming that you have the premium system.
0: If you want to go to Gizmodo, if you want to see a little more about this, but that's that's we saw the posting on Boing Boing, but it's a Gizmodo story about how they tried to move stuff off of USB drives or even off of a data CD onto the hard drive of the Xbox 360. The only way to put an MP3 on the hard drive of the Xbox 360 is to take a music CD and rip it using the Xbox 360 software. At least according to Gizmodo, it's
1: just it doesn't even make any sense. That's just dumb. That's just annoying.
0: It's all, yeah. It's you almost know, like they didn't really annoying. think about it. They're like, ah, just uh, uh, just protect it from everything. We don't know what's going to happen.
1: What if your CD is like a crappy copy of protected CD and it'll only make you let you rip it twice or once? Do I wonder if that? you could have
0: a rootkit issue on an Xbox 360.
1: Mm-hmm. If anybody can find a way, it'll be those guys at First Four Internet hired by Sony. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
0: have to give, ask Mark Rasinovich. We should try to get him on the show. Actually, I'd love to talk to him about how he discovers this stuff.
1: Good thinking. We'll work on it.
0: Meanwhile, uh, also uh, Intel. Uh, just everybody's pissy today in the in the technology world. I
1: know. You know what? It's too many holiday parties. We all have holiday party hangovers. Yeah,
0: and so the folks at Intel are people like, are saying things they shouldn't um, say. MIT's hundred dollar laptop is just a gadget, and it's not even good for people. And no one's even going to want sort it. Of, sort of. Not even in
1: the developing world. Now, basically,
0: <laughs> their two criticisms are interesting. One is that uh, they want a fully functioning affordable pc not a gadget and it was my understanding that the laptop was a fully functioning pc this is nicholas Negroponte's hundred dollar laptop yeah i thought it had a hard drive and you could install software on it but now intel has got me wondering because i haven't actually looked that closely at the specs lately but if it doesn't if it is a thin client sort of situation where it's just hooks up by wi-fi then they've got a little bit of a of a case there that it's not as cool as you would think
1: yeah, and I mean, uh, certainly history, according to the News.com article, is with Barrett in the in that you know there have been many attempts to bring low cost PCs to Brazil and they've failed. And that there was a computer called the Simputer, which was really cheap and fell flat. And uh, it, and it may be that it's just hard to sell the sell people in developing countries on the idea that you need a computer if then you don't have the internet. I mean, I don't know, but I can tell you that the UN is all for. The $100 laptop. United okay. Nations Secretary General Kofi Annan has welcomed the development of the devices, which can set up their own wireless networks and are intended to bring computer access to areas that lack reliable e- electricity.
0: You know what? And the the quote from the earlier News.com article says that the machines, the $100 laptops, will run a version of Linux mm-hmm. and will also include other applications, some developed by MIT researchers. Software has gotten too fat and unreliable, unrevi- so they started with Linux. True. So... There there are applications on it. Now I still don't know. I don't know that you can install your own, but I'm assuming you can. Yeah. Cuz it's got Linux on it. So it's got a hard drive.
1: It's a laptop. I don't even understand why Craig why Intel would say this. Why Craig Barrett would come out again. I mean, really are you going to be the guy that comes out against the Awesome, affordable device intended to bring the developing world into the modern world. You're going to be that guy, the puppy kicker. <laughs>
0: well, the other thing is, he picks on the fact. Good that idea, he, he picks on the fact that it's cranked powered tool. But almost all of these devices, and again, I don't know, I haven't picked up one of these, but almost all of these crank powered devices can also be powered by normal power. Right. The crank is there as a as a sort of extra way if you don't have power. Right. And the crank works really well. Yeah, also so assuming, that's a bunch of crap.
1: Also assuming, don't pick on the
0: crank. That's a good idea.
1: Assuming ultra rich and totally out of touch CEO that people even have power. Why would the crank be a bad idea? I just don't even understand this guy. He's well, you know. like, I, I don't know. I guess he's just going to wait for the developing world to get to the point where they can afford his machines because they're way better. It, you know what?
0: Tool. <laughs> I think that's all. I think we told Greg to buzz off today. <laughs> I think so. All right. Greg
1: Barrett is a massive tool.
0: We've got uh, a little Who analysis of... And poor people. <laughs> okay, now stop. <laughs> all right.
1: We have a little that analysis. That was satire and opinion.
0: <laughs> Can I talk now? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't said that in a long time. Uh, we have we got a little analysis on podjacking, uh, some camera shop threats, and more on the creative Zen Vision M coming up. Do you believe anything is possible? At Earthlink, we do. We believe the same company that delivers
3: your lightning-fast DSL connection can deliver your home phone service and wireless service, too. One company for all your communication needs. Visit earthlink.net and start believing today. Earthlink. We revolve around you.
1: Podjacking? What is podjacking?
0: So I saw this story all over the place, actually, I think uh, on Slashdot and Boing Boing. Mm -hmm. But this guy, Eric Diner, who does a a site called vegan.com and also does Eric's Diner podcast. I'm sorry, his his name isn't Eric Diner. His name's Eric Marcus. Uh. (laughs) Uh, But his podcast is called Eric's Diner. And he found out when he went to check on his podcast ranking at Yahoo that there was a very similarly named podcast Ranked pretty high, but he couldn't find his. And then he found out that it was, in fact, his podcast, but at a different RSS URL. Mm-hmm. I've
2: seen this before.
0: Yeah? When did you see this?
2: I've seen it on um some of the directories. Yeah. They redirect the feed.
0: So mm-hmm. the, the issue was around the site called PodKey, which he Pod had- PodKeyword. Sub- PodKeyword.com. He had submitted his URL to that, thinking it was a directory and would help get the word out. What PodKeyword then did was created a URL called cooking.podkeyword.com that redirected to his RSS feed, and that was the URL that was getting the high ranking on Yahoo. So he's upset because he wants his own RSS feed URL to be getting the high ranking. But I don't understand why.
1: Um, like I, I, I read this whole thing. Well, I do, and I don't. I mean, and I guess I can understand why you wouldn't want someone else's URL on your thing, but I also, at the same time. They're listening to your podcast. It's not like they've podjacked it. When I first started reading this, I thought, oh, they podjacked it in the sense that maybe they stole his URL or something and they were redirecting to their own feed. And then they were using his, the popularity of his podcast to promote their own podcast. And that was the nefariousness. But they're still, I, I guess I kind of don't understand. I might not like it and I might not think it was that cool, but I'm not sure what it is about it that's like super horrible. Well, we wouldn't want it to happen. We wouldn't want someone
0: else out there propagating a URL that was not our RSS feed URL and getting high rankings off that. We want it all for Buzz Out Loud.
1: But they're still going to Buzz Out Loud.
0: Yeah, but it's not going to shut. We're not going to. It's going to mess with our reporting. With our tracking. It's going to mess with our tracking. It's going to mess with our ranking.
1: Yeah, but we just track the MP3 downloads. So it wouldn't change the number of downloads or but the number all of sudden, calls to the file.
0: If We're not in the top 100 on iTunes because the traffic's being split. To some other person who's pod jacked our URL. I mean, yeah. In the but end, so is still- that
1: the issue? Is the issue just about where you end up ranked?
0: I think that's the biggest issue. So it yeah. affects
1: your discoverability because you might get a lower ranking. But wasn't he saying that he was ranked really high?
0: Well, this other was URL, URL was ranked really high. I don't think he was.
1: Yeah, but it's still his podcast. Let me take a look at this. This I'll is the part I don't understand.
0: All right. Well, it's still his podcast, but it's not his URL. So He's what? not. He doesn't control it.
1: So it's, it's a control thing. It, well, it's like he doesn't want someone to distribute his podcast without his knowledge?
0: Well, he doesn't want people to get the wrong URL. He doesn't care if people give the right URL, right? But he wants the the consistent URL. He doesn't want several... Nobody wants several different URLs out there.
1: Mm.
0: If, if, the, if it's going to mess with your rankings...
2: You know, I've noticed a similar thing with blogs, too. Yeah? I've noticed sometimes, like, if I do a Google, Google search for topics that I had in my blog, mm-hmm. it'll come up on a different page and it'll be my blog posting. And but it's not from my site.
1: So, but that isn't that. So that is seems to me to be blatant copyright infringement, right? Where they just took your yeah, text and copied but it but onto their page. Yeah, I don't it's the same page? kind of thing.
2: Like I feel like they're almost directories, but they're not they haven't asked my permission and I haven't submitted anything to them.
0: Mhm. And does it have a link? I feel like it's the same kind of thing. Is there a link that would lead back? I don't
1: remember if there's a link yeah. back.
0: I mean, that, that would make all the difference in the world, whether yeah. it's just a search engine or they're stealing your stuff.
1: Yeah. What this guy Eric says he did was then go ahead and copyright, include a copyright thing in his um, XML Ooh. so that now, for all intents and purposes, his podcast is copyrighted so that anyone who is distributing it without his knowledge is in fact infringing copyright. Which arguably... By the Lawrence Lessig meter, which is that as soon as you created it, it's copyrighted, they were doing before. Yeah. And so that I can see being the concern. Like, if they're distributing distributing his podcast without his knowledge, they are infringing on his copyright. But that didn't seem to be his argument right and off the I, bat. He mostly just kind of, like, didn't like it. And I
0: also, well, and I also think that it's probably okay, you want to encourage people to distribute it, you just want them to point to the right place. Yeah. So they so that you get proper credit. It's it's also part about cre- also about credit, mm. and yeah. making sure that that your rankings are protected.
1: It's weird, I think, and kind of complicated. So let's move on. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, give up. <laughs> move on. I'm so over the, it. It makes my head hurt.
0: Uh, we haven't really talked about the price right photo issue. That was where an internet based camera store pulled a bait and switch. Uh, you, you ordered a camera from them and then they called you up and bugged you to buy overpriced accessories. And if they declined, they canceled your original order. Right. And I've there was, heard of
1: this happening a lot with online cameras. I think stores. that's
0: right why we didn't really talk about the Price Right Photo one because it's. Because <laughs> we're like, oh yeah, they all did. kind of old news. Uh, so, no, not all of them, but yeah, a lot of a fly by night ones do. Yes. Uh, apparently, another group called, uh, according to Boing Boing, Brooklyn's Wawa Digital. Mm -hmm. Called up a blogger and left him a voicemail threatening to break his neck. Yeah. Because he was outing them on some business practices, I think.
1: I think. All we
0: know is that uh, we can't read you the text (laughs) because it's not nice. We don't like to use words like that. Yeah. He says he
1: he indeed refused to buy the accessories because they were overpriced and wanted to cancel his order and then was abused by a salesperson at Wawa Digital.
0: Let me do a History Channel reenactment sort of thing.
1: You better not pick up. I'm going to come down there and break your neck. (laughs) And so on and so forth. Yeah. You know, um, I don't normally do this, and this is not a plug, but legitimately at CNET Shopper approved sites, shopper.com, that is one of the reasons that I like shopper.com and Yahoo stores because they have that ranking program. Yeah and i don't buy stuff from people who are un- unranked in some way or un you know look them up in better business bureau use yeah. bizrate
0: uh, you can use shopper.com, which is ours. There are lots of ways to find out if a place is legit. Yes. Uh, you Approved can even just look around.
1: Only. Sometimes
0: you just search on the company's name and you'll find stories from people uh, on the net as yeah. well. So, yeah, be careful out there. Yes. It, it, when you're buying online. Because I-
1: otherwise, <laughs> you'll get crazy voicemails and um, death threats.
0: Yeah, it's not just about people stealing <laughs> your credit card information. Yeah, it's
1: not just about Unbelievable. like it's not just about like never getting your camera. It's about the death threats.
0: Yeah, you don't want which to be involved. Is awesome. It's so, not worth the savings.
1: Um, this Creative Zen Vision M is got tons of buzz. Everybody, I don't know, everyone's talking about it. It's really interesting. So CNET Asia uh, reviewed it, and they gave it an excellent rating. Ex- an 8.2 partly because it supports um not only mpeg 4 video but also other major video codecs like DivX and xvid which is great and something the ipod video does not do because i think it only supports mpeg 4 and then the h whatever h26 h26 something they said it has super fast um transfer speeds and they like the improved the vertical scroll
0: And James Kim just put up his first take yesterday of Ah. it uh, for us, and he likes it as well. And his point was, hey, you know what? Get past the fact that it looks like an iPod. It's actually great. It works well, and it's got tons of features. Yeah. And it plays DivX and like all all the extra codecs and all the stuff you just said. So he's he's in on it, too.
1: And then I love um, Modern Day Warrior, uh, Sim Wong Hu, creative CEO. Has sort of, we talked a little bit about yesterday. He was saying he was going to aggressively pursue his patents. And now it's kind of being spun as though he is saying, Hey, Apple, don't you even try to come and sue us about how our iPod, our Zen Vision M looks like your iPod video. Because uh, if you do, <laughs> we totally have this patent that just so happens to cover a bunch of your interface features. Kind of interesting. Maybe a little bit better than just like, give us money. But also funny, he says. Also that um, <laughs> that creative player, the creative players' FM and microphone functions mark quote the difference between a technology company and a branding company.
0: Yeah, and that's what everybody <gasps> always says, Veronica.
1: Burn. Wait, what? I wasn't paying the attention. The
0: difference between <laughs> uh, he said creative <laughs> is the difference between a technology company. And a branding
1: company, hmm. and that's why creative is all about features. You know and what? Not just looks. I kind of do like the um the M. I know it's pretty cool. It's I pretty would cool buy it working. if it
2: could play my songs from the iTunes Music Store. Well, there you
0: go. That's all. That's the only thing, pretty much, it doesn't do. Yep. And that's the only thing that an iPod does it do. It
1: kind of prevents you from being a switcher back. Yep. It does. That's why I don't really buy songs from the iTunes Music Store because I, never I know, do. even though I have an iPod, once in a while I'll break down because it is pretty cheap and I get tempted. Yeah. But I know that at some point in the future, I am probably going to have something that's not an iPod, and I don't want to lose all that music.
0: I, I don't even download the free songs for iTunes anymore. Yeah. I, there's plenty of places to find good free MP3s. Yeah, mm.
2: totally. Tell me it. some of them. I'd like to know.
0: I've got a bunch of them on my Delicious. Oh. I can just, you can just go okay, there and click on the music thing.
1: That sounds delicious.
0: Speaking of fixes, which we weren't.
1: <laughs> microsoft he's not even trying now
0: microsoft thanks google for fixing ie for them
1: thanks google I love this story love it it's on, on beta news google rolled out a fix to there so they discovered a vulnerability in internet explorer that puts you at risk if you use google desktop even if your system's fully updated so pretty bad ie flaw right google basically just changed google desktop to fix the problem now you
0: have to know it's a Flaw that would only happen if you were running Google Desktop, but the flaw was in IE, not in Google Desktop. Yes, exactly. So Google didn't wait. They just went and fixed it.
1: Yeah. It's like, they here, changed, let us fix that for you. Yeah, they changed their own product so that they could fix this flaw, which I think is hilarious, rather than wait for Microsoft's monthly update rollout, which may or may not have included a fix. So then Microsoft, and you know they just had to grit their teeth, said, thank you, Google. Thanks to Peter John for sending us this next one. Yahoo is
0: uh, jumping in on the PC to PC phone calling. They're they're joining the VoIP thing now with Skype and Google Talk and everything. VoIP is VoIP is on its way.
1: Yes, this but, may be the year of VoIP, and Yahoo is going to uh, have a little price war. They're rolling it out with prices apparently cheaper than the eBay owned Skype mm-hmm. and significantly below traditional phone companies. This could be the year of VoIP. I don't know. We'll see.
0: I mean, not this year. Next year, we'll right? See.
1: 2006. Uh, maybe mobile, we can talk about that in our prediction show.
0: The 80216e Ymax, you may know it as Ymax, the standard has finally been approved by the IEEE SA Standards Board. Congratulations Big that. Big
1: news. Ymax
0: is the wide-ranging wireless protocol rather than the the more local Wi-Fi, which right. is meant for just hundreds so this of yards.
1: Potentially promises like seamless long like I don't know Wi-Fi on the bus right where you're driving the whole time and you're always covered it's
0: another situation where we'll see what standard wins out there's Wimax there's evdo there's edge there's mm-hmm. why wi- people can expand Wi-Fi I mean out there in, La- in the desert in Nevada they they ran it over 100 miles I think just using Wi-Fi right boosting so uh, it'll be interesting to see how the whole wireless thing plays out
1: yeah it's pretty cool that this is actually it's a standard now instead of just a spec.
0: The new U.S. Air Force mission has been released. The mission of the United States Air Force, among other things, is to protect the United States' global interests to fly and fight in air, space, and cyberspace. Huh?
1: Do they know it's not real space? Yeah. I mean, you
0: can fly planes in cyberspace, but they have to be cyber planes. But they're cyber planes. Not real planes.
1: I like it. Fly and fight in cyberspace. Well, it's good to that's know they're out there. That's what I do on Halo. <laughs>
0: they're out there protecting us, <laughs> even in cyberspace. That's right. All right, we're just kidding. Right, right. Well, except we're not, because that's what it totally says. Well, no, I mean, it's good that they're protecting us, though.
1: What's up with the $3 billion typo? <laughs>
0: the world's second largest bank, it's Mizuho in Japan, uh, made a little typo, accidentally sold 610,000 <laughs> shares, valued at $3.1 billion for a yen each. Oh! <gasps> That's a 27 billion yen loss for them.
1: Oh, which would almost match its group net profit of 28.1 billion yen for the financial year ended in March. Yeah. Anybody, anywhere who wants to cut copy editors, read that. Yeah. You know what? (laughs) Last line of defense, folks. Um, Dude, the North Pole, it's moving. It's headed south. What
0: will Santa do? (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently not only is it getting warmer at the North Pole Oh, there's no global warming But apparently the North Pole is not only melting But magnetic north is also drifting And some scientists predict that it could be even in Siberia Within the next 50 years Now the magnetic pole does flip-flop Yes, I was just going to say Over that. time I mean, it has been We're it, due for one and the, But what scientists have, have <laughs> really? been trying to figure yeah, out it's just really We cool. are due for one They're trying to figure out how fast it flips and what happens while it's flipping
2: yeah it's they gonna have be no crazy idea. it could screw up a lot of things it could, could maybe could do
0: all kinds of we crazy stuff we don't know
2: mm.
0: it could release the aliens from inside the earth it could
2: <gasps> which is what I'm hoping you know
0: the ones that live in the center
2: I saw a special on it yeah. on um something one of those channels that shows that kind of thing
0: but the big question is will Santa have to move to the south pole if it becomes the north pole
1: <laughs> Tom we should have a little talk about Santa later <laughs> why it's gonna hurt but I think why? it's time why <laughs> Uh, apparently, you are not allowed to sell software vulnerabilities on eBay. An oh, online,
0: this is hilarious. online
1: auction of a brand new vul- vulnerability in Microsoft Excel had reached about $60 when eBay pulled the item late Thursday. Hey,
0: I'm going to auction off the rootkit from my Sony CD.
1: <laughs> Me too. Poor eBay. Man, it must be hard to keep track of all the crazies. All right, we should
0: get to some voicemails. Uh, this one from Anonymous. Come on, say your first name at least, folks.
3: Hello, Tom and Molly. Your podcast rocks. I listen to it more than any other podcast. Hey, um, I just got done listening to your uh, last podcast on the 8th, and... um uh, one of your listeners called up and talked about an alternative for uh, listening to real audio files, a uh, real alternative. One that I've been using for the past uh, year, a nice piece of software, I don't know if you've talked about it before, is Jet Audio. Um, it's the basic version that's free. And it plays real files as well as does many other things. It converts other files to other formats, and it uh, burns and does all kinds of things. But anyway, Jet Audio is a great alternative. Just that I'll let you know, keep up the good work. See you guys. Bye.
0: Oh, that's good. Jet Audio basically. i want to
1: try that. Yeah, thank you, Anonymous. I, do I actually, have Real I downloaded it today, and I have not yet had um, reason to use it, but I think I'm going to go try to get some of this American live streams and see if they work. Mm, I've been using it for a few months. Yeah? I yeah, like it. it's like pretty it.
2: good. All
0: right. mm. uh, we were talking about everyone in the industry's opinion of the Creative Zen Vision N, but we have a, an opinion from one of our listeners.
3: Hi, Tom, Molly, Veronica. Um, my proper uh, name is Southern Girl. Um probably the only one in South Carolina, uh, on the map, or at least I was, um, actually called for two points. Uh, One, yes, they're all girl gamers, so yay, Molly and Veronica. Um, You're not alone. I've been a gamer since I've been eight years old, uh, console and PC, so yay.
0: Um, Also, Halo rocks. (laughs) Um, But, The point I was calling about was uh, the Creative Zen uh, Vision M. Is it an iPod killer? (laughs) I don't think so. iPod um,
3: fans are a cult. But for me personally, with
1: the uh, added features, I might buy it. Just want to give you a buzz. Gamer girl. Gamer girl. You're probably not the
0: only one in North Carolina. You have to do show all on the Frapper map. And then you'll see if you're the only one. You and might you'll be see though. more, but that's hey. awesome. And a, and a gamer girl. Woohoo, cool that. Hey, we haven't heard in Trip for a while. What's up with Trip?
3: Hey guys, it's Trip. Uh, I was calling uh, in uh, to help out the guy up in Alaska who's having a hard time with his iPod. Uh, if you got an extra five or six hundred dollars laying around, I've seen the coolest jacket I've ever seen. I'm a one time uh, or long term skier, I guess I should say. And Burton has a jacket out it works so nicely for my Razer and my iPod. I haven't actually used it, but it's got sleeve-integrated iPod controls, as well as a microphone in the collar and uh, and speakers in the hood. Like actual like loudspeakers in the hood. So you can actually answer your Bluetooth enabled phone and control your iPod all from your sleeve-integrated controls. If that's not the coolest thing I've ever seen, it's about two years late for me personally, but... Uh, Wow, that thing's got to be awesome. So anyway, save up your pennies and uh, buy one of those and stay warm in Alaska. Take care.
1: Okay, I admit, I was sort of starting to to develop a mental picture of Trip, and this call caused me to go. Also, I've seen the Burton jacket, and it, it looks cool. The Burton jacket looks awesome. Um, But so then I was like, well, I'm going to go to Frapper and see if I can find Trip's picture, because <laughs> clearly I think maybe my mental picture is not right now that he's a Burton ski dude. And um, we found it. And Veronica and Tom think that he looks just like they thought. He looks just like he sounds. Yeah,
0: just like everybody says Veronica looks like she sounds.
1: Huh. So does Trip. Yeah. Hmm. Now that I see Trip, I think he looks just like he sounds. But before, I have to admit, I was starting to picture him as like a little bit of a long haul trucker type. I thought, I thought,
2: Trip. <laughs> He's going to love this. Sorry, Trip. <laughs> Trip, I, I thought like you'd have like a sh- little shorter hair, but otherwise it's fine.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, and uh, we've got a call. We were talking about Verizon's VCast and uh, how much it costs. And we got several emails and also a call here explaining it.
2: Hey guys, I wanted to tell you. I was just watching your show, you're talking about Verizon's prices and them do to VKs and data. Uh, the actual price is 15 bucks, and the data price is uh, unlimited for 45 bucks. And also, they uh, actually left a slot um, for a uh, cost per episode. So right now, all the all the clips that you download are, zero, um, you know, cut free. But they uh, could raise the money for each clip. So uh,
3: thank
0: you, like your show. Bye. All right, perfect. That's yeah, good sweet. to know. So and that's not that's not that expensive.
1: No, and one of the at emails these pointed out actually that on the East Coast, at least, there's kind of there's very good high speed coverage everywhere, so the video streaming is not a problem. It's not choppy. I'm gonna have to check it out because um, I heard that the Motorola Q is definitely coming out next quarter and probably for Verizon.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, got and this that e- is awesome. Got this email from Ari, uh, the gold razor from Dolce yeah. and Gabbana. This is on mobileedia.com. Motorola Razer V3i made of solid gold. Oh, no, it's just finished in gold, but it, it would looks be cool <laughs> if it was made of awesome, solid gold. Though.
1: I have to admit, I think it looks really cool. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, I'm not going to get what it. What is My your mama. problem with the Razer? Gaudy.
0: Oh, because it's gold?
1: Well, well, no, the yeah. razor itself
2: is just. What? I'm sorry. Nothing I don't wrong like with it. The little bling. It's not gaudy, though. If it was gold, it would be. Well, yeah, but the razor proper? What's wrong with the
0: razor? You know, I'm going to get the gold razor and wear it around my neck. You to just the don't podcast.
1: like it? Everyone has it.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm Jason, snotty.
2: I'm sorry. Jason
0: P in Philadelphia wrote in to point out uh, that 42 Duke University classes will require the use of iPods, up from 20 last spring. We talked about this last spring on the podcast, yeah, totally, uh, how they require iPods in Duke University, and now they've apparently it's been a success. It hasn't distracted people too much. It's I know. Worked. So it's up to 42 classes. That's Which I cool. guess
1: means more free iPods for incoming freshmen. I'm going Sweet. back to school. <laughs> Doug, after we asked him for a cooler version of the story in which <laughs> he it. dropped his PSP in the fireplace, <laughs> wrote to us, and let's just say the story involves a roaring fire, the ghost of Christmas future <laughs> disappearing in a puff of smoke through... The PSP into the fireplace in a fit of rage after wish- the ghost made fun of him, and so on and so forth. We'll post it in the forum. It's yeah, very I'm going to awesome. post it in the forum. That's what I was going to say. Doug,
0: thank you. Much better, Doug. Thank you. Yeah, reality <laughs> now, but this good.
1: A plus.
0: A uh, few, few days ago, we were talking about Canada ha- not being able to get all of the video from the iTunes Music Store, and Andrew wrote in and asked if you just change your location in the iTunes settings to USA, would it work? No depends you know what i, I bet it. if you're masking your is ip address mm. uh it could work i don't know but though. i bet they they know you're coming if they know you're coming from canadian isp i bet they block you yeah but i bet you could get around it if you could you could fake your ip address to be an american ip address
1: maybe i bet maybe. You, i think you could i don't know those things are pretty smart but yeah you'd have to do more you'd have to do more than what we're saying in a short answer you have to do a lot more than just tell it you live somewhere else because it knows um what Sessata? does it know it only knows what you tell it If you tell it that you're from the U.S. and you're not and it can see your IP address, then it knows. Well,
0: that's why you have to know what all it's... I know, that's what I'm saying. You have to do
1: more than that. Jeez. Cesar. Cesar Cesar. Mendoza wrote and said that he um, bought a copy-protected EMI CD and didn't suffer any ill effects. Probably because it doesn't have rootkit technology, but also because he was not an admin and didn't have auto-run on so he could copy it safely and all that. But most importantly, wants us to know that he will probably not give anybody any CDs for Christmas. He used to give a lot of music for Christmas. He'll stay with books this time because not everyone knows how to disable audio auto run or what the heck copy controlling software is or may do. And he doesn't want to be responsible for any incidents. Here's a tip for people out shopping. You don't have to go that far. Yes. The compact disc
0: standard. I think it's the Red Book standard Mm -hmm. is uh, it requires no copy protection. So if you are buying a CD and it still has that compact disc
1: logo on it, it should
0: not have any copy protection Plus on it. Plus, the
1: copy protection CDs do say copy protected. Well, they're supposed to. Somewhere on the CD. They're yeah. supposed to. I'm sure. I think sure. most of them do. I think do. most of
0: them do. But just to be safe, look for that compact disc logo. It's uh, That old logo, it's been around since the 80s. However, that's the one to get.
1: it does potentially pose a problem if you're buying it online. So, yep. that's one thing to be aware of. Maybe like, check it out in the store first before you get it. Nicholas wanted to challenge me in Halo 2 and says he is, quote, not very good because he is only a 17 or an 18. <laughs> Uh, and I can't talk about this. Chloe in Fargo said that the other day, I Molly mentioned that I uh, am a North Dakotan and wants to know what part of North Dakota I'm from because he is in Fargo, which I was super excited to see. And by the way, I need to get some people from Montana on that map because that is my home state. And I I went to high school in Bismarck.
0: Did you? Yeah. Oh, oh, for fun. Yeah. Nice high school day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: California is a lot warmer here.
0: Hey, we uh, as we mentioned with Trip being able to find Trip's picture, we love seeing all the pictures on the Frapper map. It's pretty fun. Keep me yeah. coming. Wanted to shout out to Geeky Girl in Hillsborough, Oregon.
1: Who might be the same. No, that's Gamer no, Girl. No,
0: she's in North Carolina. Gamer Girl.
1: Right on, Hillsborough, Oregon. Woo-hoo. Yay, small towns unite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. Give us a call. 1-800-616-CNET. We do listen to the calls and we use as many of them as we can fit. We uh, read your emails, buzz at cnet.com. And of course, you can join the conversation live in the forums. Forums.cnet.com. Look for the Buzz Out Loud Lounge.
1: Oh, wait, wait, wait. I almost forgot. Oh, yeah.
0: You're going to be gone next week. Yes. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Where are you going?
1: I will do my best, my darndest, to be calling in from the road, but I am embarking on a CNET media tour next week.
0: Ooh, so people can watch you. So
1: people can see me on the TV, the Squawk Box, if you will, although I will not be on that particular program, Uh, on Monday, December 12th. For our Bostonites, and I know there are some. Hey, boys in Boston can watch you. I will be on the Fox 25 Morning News at uh, roughly 8.45 a.m. So they have to get up. Yeah, sorry. Or they could tivo it. it. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday, December 14th, for those of you in Tampa, Florida, I will be on WFLA, the NBC morning show, sometime between 10 and 11 a.m. And finally, on Friday in Washington, D.C., on WUSA, the CBS network. It's a mini Molly tour. On 9 News at 9, between 9 and 10 a.m. See you later. Bye. Bye.